At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the look ahead with scott seidenberg on vsin the sports betting network Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's on Air and at VSIN Live. We are in the final week of the first half of the Major League Baseball season. And yes, I know we are technically through more than half of the schedule. All the teams have played more than, you know, half of their 162 games. We know that, but. When the All-Star break comes, as it will next week in Los Angeles, it'll be the conclusion of the first half, in air quotes, and we will start the second half, lasers, uh, after the All-Star break. And next week, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff here on this show where I'm going to give out my midseason awards. We're starting to see all these articles come out from a variety of baseball writers as they give out their midseason awards but I'm also going to go through each team's win total as we look ahead to the second half and see which teams are in a position to either exceed their win total or go under their win total. And maybe there's even some live bets that you can make around the All-Star break on adjusted win totals. I know I think William Hill puts those out. We'll see which books are offering win totals, adjusted win totals, as we get to the All-Star break. But this is a very interesting time in Major League Baseball. It's the final seven games, now six games, six days, before the break. And you have to wonder which teams, and there could be favorites that maybe don't, play with the same type of intensity as a lot of these players might be looking ahead to the break, especially some of these all-star players that are trying to make all of their preparations, right? All right, we got to make plans for going to LA, where are we staying, who's coming with, or plans for the Monday and the Tuesday and the Wednesday and then all the stuff. Then you got to travel to wherever your team is to start the second half. A lot of that's going on right now. And I could see some of these players, I don't want to say check out, but mentally they're not all there with their current team in this current situation. 
A lot of them could be looking ahead towards this break. And I know that teams are starting to utilize the schedule to their advantage as they look ahead to this break. For example, uh, you had the Rays place both Wander Franco and Kevin Kiermeyer on the IL. And they do this now. Also, the another example would be the Houston Astros placing Jordan Alvarez on the IL. And the reason why you do this now is because you can place a player on the 10-day IL, let's say it's retroactive to whatever date, and plan it so that they are back when you resume play after the All-Star break. You're essentially giving your player extended time off here. And that's what's happened with you know a lot of these teams, as I mentioned. Wander Franco on the 10-day IL with right wrist discomfort. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer to the 10-day IL with left hip inflammation. Uh, other players that, you know, we've seen go on the IL. I mentioned we had um, uh, Jordan Alvarez go to the IL. Um, a number of players are are, are put, being placed on the 10-day IL. So it's interesting to watch what these teams do here as we get closer and closer to the actual all-star break, which is next week. James McCann uh, of the Mets placed on the 10-day IL with a left oblique strain. Uh, Let's see. We already talked about Jordan Alvarez, Christian Arroyo for the Red Sox on the 10-day IL. This is all in the matter of just the last day or so. Um, Let's see. Who else? Any other news? Uh, Tommy Lastella for the Giants, 10-day IL. So all, a lot of these players are, a lot of these teams, I should say, are taking advantage of this uh, long break. While White Sox placing Vince Velasquez, although that's not really a big loss for them, uh, and so on and so forth. So keep an eye on the lineups. Uh, Dodgers put in Chris Taylor. That was a couple of days ago. So keep an eye on the lineups throughout this week because it might not be a guy going on the IL. It could simply just be players getting time off as managers look to give them extended rest. Uh, On today's Major League Baseball schedule, uh, we had a doubleheader in Kansas City between the Royals and the Tigers. The Royals win game one, three to one. The Tigers Unable to win game two, Royals win game two, 7-3. So they sweep a doubleheader. The Royals are an interesting team to look out for because they already have been sellers. They they traded Carlos Santana already uh, so they can bring up this um, slugger from the minors, uh, Vinny Pasquintino. And there's a lot of teams that are very interested in in acquiring Andrew Benintendi. That's one of the big names that we're hearing at the trade deadline that there's going to be a move for Andrew Benintendi, and I would expect that there will be moves or conversations had at the All-Star game because that's 
what goes on, right? It the the Major League Baseball All Star weekend, and that's not a weekend. It's you know the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. The Major League Baseball All Star uh, time is it's a convention, right? Everyone is there. That's a all these GMs, you know, the agents, everybody is there. It's a who's who of Major League Baseball. And they're all getting together and they're all talking to each other and deals will be made or deals will start to be negotiated. Uh, The trade deadline was pushed back a little bit because of the start of the season was pushed back. So it is on August 2nd is the trade deadline. And I'm telling you, Andrew Benintendi, one of the players that will be on the move. So you watch that out for the Kansas City Royals. Elsewhere, Pirates beat the Marlins 5-1. The Rays over the Red Sox 10-5 as the Sunday night baseball fade continues to be a profitable option. The Red Sox played an emotional game on Sunday night against the Yankees, then had to travel to Tampa. It's not far, but you're still dealing with travel. Probably got in really late or really early in the morning, depending on how you look at time, and then had a game here against the Rays. And yes, they battled back. They were down big early. They came back to tie at 5-5, and then the Rays just went on and extended their lead and won this game at 10-5. They had 14 hits in this game. And just look at the pitchers that went here for the Red Sox. It, it wasn't exactly a who's who of relievers in the Red Sox bullpen. Uh, you know, Brian Bellow gets his second career start after being roughed up in his first start. He was roughed up again here in his second start. And then they go to guys like Davis and Diekman and Ort and Valdez. I mean, it's not the top arms in the Red Sox bullpen that were used here against the Rays. A lot of it had to do with just coming off that series against the Yankees and, you know, trying to preserve your arms here. So uh, it continues to be a profitable thing to do is to take a look at these Sunday night baseball teams, especially with travel, and fade them in their next games. Uh, the Guardians beat the White Sox 8-4. to Lance Lynn just continues to struggle. Cleveland scored five runs in the first inning. Five runs in the first inning. This is how this game started. And you couldn't have asked for a worse start for Lance Lynn. All right. You get Quan to fly out. There's one out in the inning. Then you get an infield single and a fly out. There's two outs. And nobody, and one runner on base, that's it. Then another infield single, two runners on. Then you get a Reyes RBI single, a walk, another single, a walk, Another single, another single, five runs scored in the bottom of the first inning. Lance Lynn went four innings, gave up eight runs on nine hits. He has really struggled since returning from the IL and and starting for the White Sox. It's almost auto-fade territory. I mean, well, it probably is right now. It's not almost. Like, the, the Cleveland was a tremendous bet here. I know, uh, I believe someone had the over in that game as a part of our betting pentathlon, which I will go through 
all the picks from all of the shows here on VEASAN as we have a little friendly competition between all of the shows. And yes, yours truly is a part of it. And we did go 1-0 by taking the first five under in the Mets and Braves 3.5 today. And that did come through. I'm Scott Sadenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll take a look at the results of the host's picks coming up next, as well as the rest of the Major League Baseball board. This is The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, right here on VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready? For- At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. a fresh start and we mean a real fresh start with lasting change take the zin 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine available in a variety of tastes and strengths zin nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction try zin nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back your fresh start is here take the zin 10 challenge today at zyn.com 10 that's zyn.com 10 Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It's the look ahead on VCN, the sports betting network. And we are having a little competition here this week uh, amongst the shows here at VCN. It's the MLB betting pentathlon. Uh, it's the academic decathlon. So we are having basically one bet from every host every day but each day is a different category for today on monday it was a total on tuesday we're going to pick a favorite uh i think we're going to take a dog um you know then run lines and then props so it's going to go on throughout the week um as we make plays or picks for this week and taking a look at how the shows did let's go over it um, odds on Amal and my palm, they took uh Phillies Cardinals under seven and a half. And that one did come through as a victory as the Cardinals won six to one. 
So just barely under that seven and a half as the total finished at seven. The Phillies actually jumped out to a one nothing lead on a Reese Hoskins solo home run in the first inning. And then Aaron Nola was solid. He was dealing up until the bottom of the fifth when he ran into trouble uh, and allowed three runs in the bottom of the fifth inning. Miles Michaelis, he did not allow another run for the rest of the game. Seven and a third innings, six hits, just one run allowed. He did not walk a batter. He struck out five. Nola struck out seven. He also did not walk a batter, but he gave up five runs on seven hits as the Cardinals added two in the bottom of the seventh, one in the bottom of the eighth, and uh, the total finished at seven, so it goes under the seven and a half. The edge, Matt Humans and Jonathan Von Tobel selected the Mets Braves under seven, and that one came through as well with a 4-1 Mets win. This was a battle of Maxes. Max Freed, Max Scherzer. And early on, you could tell that Max Freed did not have his best stuff. Max Freed walked the same amount of batters in this game than he did in his last five games combined. He had five walks in this game. Max Freed is one of the best in Major League Baseball at not walking batters. He had a 1.2 walk rate. Like he only walks about one or maybe two guys a game. But uh, he clearly did not have his stuff here. But the uh, Mets could not really do anything offensively. I mean, Pete Alonso had this RBI double in the third inning, and the Mets scored their first run. And, you know, if Austin Riley is like just a half a step closer to the foul line, he makes the play. Like the ball hit off of his glove and went down the line on a diving attempt. So the Mets were able to score two in the top of the third, but Max Scherzer was lights out. Seven innings, three hits. He allows one run on a solo home run in the eighth inning. Or that was the bottom of the seventh inning. Excuse me. Austin Riley with a solo home run in the bottom of the seventh inning. That was the only run that Max Scherzer allowed. Um, He struck out nine batters. He he just continues to deal. He's already 2.15 now. Um, And then uh, that was it. uh, Braves only scored one run. The Mets actually got two off of the uh, bullpen. And the final was 4-1. to So the edge with the win there as they took the under seven as well as yours truly. Here on the look ahead, I took the Mets and the Braves in the first five going under three and a half, and it was two nothing after five innings. So thank you, Max Scherzer, for dealing in this game. The Betting Across America crew took the White Sox and Guardians over nine, which proved to be a very good bet because Lance Lynn was tagged for eight runs himself as the Guardians win 8-4, to four, and the game easily goes over the total of 9. Primetime action also took the Mets and Braves under the total of 7, 7.5, and that one came through as we just talked about. The uh, West Reynolds took the White Sox and Guardians over 9. Again, that one was easy as it was an 8-4 to four finish. Those were the only wins here on the day. Uh, Follow the money took Marlins Pirates over seven and a half. 
That one finished 5-1 to one as early on it looked like it was going to go over. The Pirates scoring three runs in the first two innings off of Trevor Rogers, but those were the only runs he gave up. He pitched five and a third innings. He struck out seven. He only allowed the three runs, two of them earned, one of them unearned, on six hits. And uh, Mitch Keller pitched seven innings, allowed just one run, no walks. He struck out five. The Pirates win five to one, so it goes under the total. Rush hour, Danny Burke took the under first five in the White Sox and the Guardians. I wonder if that was a little homer pick for him with uh, Lance Lynn. You know, he's a Chicago guy, uh, but Lance Lynn made sure that that one would go over in the first inning. Uh, as we mentioned, they, he gave up five runs in the bottom of the first inning. The nightcap took Phillies, Cardinals, first five under three and a half, and that was a tough one to swallow because uh, we talked about this game briefly before. Uh, it was a one nothing game going into the bottom of the fifth inning, and Aaron Nola gives up three runs in the bottom of the fifth inning as uh, the Cardinals go on to win 6-1, to one, but they had a 3-1 lead after five, so it goes over the total of three and a half. Adam Burke and Greg Peterson both took the Padres and Rockies over 11 and a half, and this one finished at 11. Padres win 6-5. to five. This actually was trending under the entire way, but then it became a sweat and a fun sweat for both Adam and Greg as the uh, Rockies scoring some runs in the later innings to make this interesting. They scored in the 7th, they scored in the 8th, and they scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to make it 6-5. to five. Actually, both the Padres and Rockies scored. This was a 2-1 game going into the 7th inning. Then it was a 3-1 game, a 3-2 game going into the 8th inning. Padres scored three runs in the top of the 8th. Colorado responded with one in the bottom of the 8th, and then two in the bottom of the ninth for a 6-5 final and an under of 11 and a half. There is one game still pending, and it is Gil Alexander's selection from a numbers game. The D-backs and the Giants under eight was his selection. It is 4-3. Diamondbacks have the lead. They are in the bottom of the ninth in San Francisco. The Giants do have the tying run on first base, so a tie game or the Giants walking off winners would be the loss for Gill. And uh, we are, that's the difference between going seven and five overall or six and six overall. Uh, a potential double play ball just happened. And whoever the runner on first was just slid in hard to second base and took out the shortstop. And the shortstop is complaining about interference. Now, looking at the replay, he slid directly to the bag. So there's no, there shouldn't be any call there. That's just honestly, listen, I'm not a professional Major League Baseball player. It's bad footwork by the shortstop. Bad footwork. It's just no other way around it. You know, and, uh, you know, I guess Tori Lavello is going to argue this with the umpires and they're going to, they're going to review it. But Perdomo you got to come across the bag and you plant your left foot 
and you throw and kick out your right foot, or you jump. And he came across the bag. Honestly, that's there's no way this is interference. If it is, it's just a terrible call. Um, but it can't be interference. There'll be a runner on second with just one out as Melanson looks for the save in a 4-3 game for the 4-3 lead for the Diamondbacks. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air. Coming up next, we're going to talk more Major League Baseball with uh, our very own Jason Weingarten, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. New episode is available now. You follow Jason on Twitter at Spreadopedia. We'll talk about his futures bets and how they're looking as we inch closer and closer to the All-Star break and if he has any new bets that he would like to place here at the midway point of the Major League Baseball regular season. Once again, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on Beeson. This is The Look Ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, NASCAR. If you want the full VSN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. Joining us now is the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. New episode available now. Go to vcin.com slash podcast. You can check us out on YouTube as well. You follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. He is Jason Weingarten. And as we are... Less than a week away from the All-Star break, Jason, do you think that some of these teams or some of these players, um, I don't want to say are checked out, but might be looking ahead to the break a little bit? Do you think we might see some variance this week in Major League Baseball because of that? I think a lot of players are definitely looking forward to this you know, week off. I think a lot of gamblers are looking forward to this week off. <laughs> I, I myself am looking forward to this upcoming week, you know, and two days of exhibition events. And um, I don't know if necessarily check the right word, but uh, there's guys who could definitely use a mental reset and a break. You know, it's, it's good to get away for a week after a, a really long grind. And we're starting to see some teams really use the break to their advantage, uh, giving some guys some extra rest. The Rays putting Wander Franco on the 10-day IL. The Astros did it with Jordan Alvarez. Now he's going to get an extended little break here. And I wouldn't be surprised if some teams readjust their rotations to give guys some extra rest. You know, Shane McClanahan's going to pitch this week. And then I would imagine the Rays hold him out until maybe uh, uh, their second series of the second half to give him 12 days off in between starts. And understandably he'll throw in the all-star game as well. Yeah. I think, you know, when, when you're talking about younger guys, guys who have, you know, reached or close to reaching their, their previous innings limits, uh, Mackenzie Gore is another guy that I think uh, the Padres are going to have to be creative with. There's, you know, there's several young guys who I think teams are going to use the break to be creative with, uh, to get innings out of them and stretch them, uh, to the end of the season. But 
you mentioned uh, Franco and Jordan Alvarez. Both of those guys have hamate injuries. <clears throat> I think Franco's out five to eight weeks, and it wouldn't surprise me if Jordan Alvarez ends up being out uh, requiring surgery. So he's he's kind of uh, it's a interesting situation developing there. Are you quietly hoping that Jordan Alvarez is <clears throat> out for your Otani MVP tickets? No. Not really, because I also have I have uh, Jordan sixty to one for MVP. Mm. I have him forty, thirty, twenty for home run, most home runs. So I love Jordan Alvarez. Uh, I I really I think he was the guy who at least was breaking the the Aaron Judge narrative. And if if there's a better hitter than Aaron Judge, I think that is just another sort of thing for Otani. But no, I'm. I'm I'm okay with whatever happens with Jordan. Yeah, I think it's to me it's Aaron Judge, Jordan Alvarez, and Jose Ramirez as the guys in the American League. And, and with all due respect to what Otani's doing, and and I get it, he's an All Star as a hitter and a pitcher. But unless he's a top five hitter in the AL or a top five pitcher in the AL, I, I can't give him the MVP when there are guys that are clearly better than him offensively and doing better than him pitching-wise. He's not better than... He doesn't have better numbers than Verlander. He doesn't have better numbers than Shane McClanahan. He doesn't have better numbers than Ramirez or Alvarez or Aaron Judge. So right now, I I, I can't make him my MVP. I understand that that sort of argument, but but I think when you look at his pitching stats and you look at... even Even though he's starting... You know, every seven days instead of every six days or whatever. You know, it's just that he's the only guy. I mean, there, there's literally nothing else he can do at this point other than, you know, literally fly the plane or drive the bus <laughs> to the, the stadium. You know, but like the team like it's, still it's, is losing. Well, it's not his fault. It's only the old, one guy could only do so much. Mm-hmm. And they've won what his last five starts or something, his last four or five starts they've won. The Angels only win when he starts. <laughs> what I'm actually interested in, I'll flip it around. I'll tell you what happens if the Angels trade him at the All-Star break to a to a playoff team. I mean, oh the Angels goodness. are so far out of it. They're not trading Trout. What if they trade Otani? What if they trade him to a playoff team? Then is he all of a sudden automatically the MVP? And let me ask you, what if they trade him to the NL? Am I going to have to get somebody to post Otani NL MVP odds and bet that the week before the all-star break? I mean, before the, the trade deadline. Do you think that that's a legit possibility? I mean, he is going well, to be, a, he is going to be a free it. agent. Yeah. Think about it. He's a free agent after next season. They're kind of never going to trade Mike Trout. Like mm-hmm. it's just not happening. So, I mean, you, you've already seen, you have the two best players in baseball and you can't win with them. You might as well get something before Otani doesn't resign with you. You know, so I, I, I can't tell you, like, I, I haven't really thought where I think he can go or what mm-hmm. he's worth. But, you know, are you just going to keep losing with the two best players in baseball? Or are you going to try to rebuild your franchise? It's amazing. Honestly, obviously, every team out there would want to inquire about an Otani trade. I just I, I honestly don't know who would be in a position to acquire him. And would he be the the biggest midseason acquisition that we can remember? Pretty much. I mean, 
it's it's so hard to that's the thing it's so hard to speculate who has the ammunition and what it would take because i i truly don't know and and if if it was a a real possibility i i really 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 hope that he stays in the american league because otherwise it would screw up my future significantly well I mean, it's only a matter of time before he's a Yankee, right? You know, <laughs> although but that's the thing. Although like, that's, he, he, that's 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 sort of one, to, of one he, of my arguments. If if he did get traded to the Yankees, is he automatically going to be the MVP favorite the next day? You know, or is Judge still the favorite? Judge is still the. You got a guy. I don't know. You got a guy that's seen, on pace to hit have you 60, seen Judge's 60 30, home 30 runs. day numbers. His his thirty day numbers are all trending down. He's batting like two thirty one. Yeah. You know, the home runs are there, but. He's lucky Alvarez got hurt because Alvarez put up the same production mm-hmm. he did in like, you know, two thirds of the at bats or you 75% know, of the at bats. The guy who I'm so intrigued by, and in it's in the National League, is Kyle Schwarber. Did you see the stat coming into today that it was like eight of his last 13 hits were all home runs? I joke frequently on my podcast that uh, Kyle Schwarber is basically the same thing as Aaron Judge. Um, <laughs> Yankee Yankee fans get upset when I say that, and it's it's not true. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm taking some liberty there. They're not exactly the same player, but uh, Kyle Schwarber. I did I bet like a hundred bucks on him for MVP at one hundred fifty to one, but nobody's winning MVP. With a 223 batting average or whatever, yeah. whatever Schwarber has, it's it's a fun long shot. I think it's a much better bet in the home run market than than the MVP market. But uh, you know, Schwarber is is Aaron Judge light. Yeah, I, I would rather have a ticket on Pete Alonso, who is the RBI leader right now, and you know the Mets are a first place team, although. Paul Goldschmidt's slash line is so darn impressive. And then you look at just, you know, everyone wants to bring up war, right? He's tops in the National League, tops in all of baseball. So you can't deny Goldschmidt's season that he's having right now. Yeah, so uh, I, I totally agree with you. Goldschmidt is that the front runner right now. Manny Machado is doing some stuff. And I actually, I looked at the numbers today, and I think Pete Alonso. He kind of gets that same thing. He gets that bump because he's playing in New York like Aaron Judge does. But his his number does not necessarily reflect the reality of the competition. Uh, mainly, I think Austin Riley is super underpriced. I saw he was 70 to 1 today. So is, so is his teammate Dansby Swanson. Well, I, yeah, I like Swanson. I bet I bet him too, actually. I bet him last week. But But Riley, Riley's got more runs, more hits. Higher average, more doubles, more home runs, more total bases. <laughs> higher average, higher slugging, higher OPS, higher WAR than Pete Alonso. And one could, of them's like seven and eight to one, yeah. and one's fifty to one, seventy to one. And Doesn't make sense no, to me. And if not for Nolan Arenado, you know, could make a case for National League Gold Glove at third base. Austin Riley having a tremendous season for the Atlanta Braves. Jason, hang on. I want to talk about uh, how some teams are doing as far as their win totals are concerned, and if there are any mid-season bets you would make moving forward with these teams. He's Jason Weingarten, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. You follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on v the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Still joined by Jason Weingarten. Follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. Listen to the Wide World of Weingarten podcast wherever you get your podcasts from or just go to VSIN.com slash podcasts. Uh, Jason, the Baltimore Orioles have an eight-game winning streak and are going to fly over their season win total of 62.5. They are two games out of the third wild card in the American League. Do the Orioles have a shot to make the playoffs, in your opinion? Absolutely, they have a shot. Two games out. Anybody who's two games out of the playoffs right now, out of the wild card, absolutely has a shot. And I don't think the way they've been playing, I, I don't think they're going to start trading guys off like a, a Mullins or anybody. I don't, I don't think they're going to trade, you know, a major piece. I think that would send a, a really negative message to the locker room at this point. Yeah. I mean, one of the guys that, you know, I talked about it last night, Trey Mancini is a guy who's been floated around, especially for the New York Mets to acquire, but with Baltimore, as they keep winning, I mean, why would you trade him? Why would you trade anything away from this team? Maybe you become a buyer at the deadline. It wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily fit the Baltimore front office, you know, way of doing business to be a buyer, but you know, in this case if they could strategically add, absolutely there's there's a lot of ground to be made up in this division. I don't necessarily think the Yankees are within reach, but you know, flipping all the way to second is not out of out of the question at this point. Also winners of eight straight, the Seattle Mariners led by your rookie of the year as a guy, Julio Rodriguez, who is in the all-star game, who, uh, I mean, I don't even think it's close between him and Jeremy Pena. I think it's going to be Julio for rookie of the year, but the Mariners, they're trying to end this drought of not going to the playoffs right now. They do hold a tie with the blue Jays for the third and final wild card if you were to add something to this team, if you were telling them to go out there and make an acquisition at the deadline, what do they need to put them over the top in your mind? 
What do they need? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they they already went out and got Jesse Winker. They could all everybody could always use more pitching, you know, starters, relievers. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, you know. Maybe they go back to the the Reds and ask what they want for Luis Castillo. He's everyone's going to be in on Luis Castillo. Yeah. That's that's kind of one of the the potential prizes at the deadline. But other than that, I, I haven't seen a ton of names floating around. But you mentioned the Orioles. Um, the thing with the Orioles, I've seen a lot of people got, talking about. Oh, I'm I'm betting an Orioles, you know, to win the the pennant future. You can get four hundred <laughs> to one or. 250 to one and people love those big numbers but you know just stop and think how unrealistic it is for baltimore to actually win the pennant this year i'm not saying it couldn't happen i'm just saying it's so unrealistic you know those are fun bets but they're not they're not great bets what what is a good bet though is if you have you know will hill or or DraftKings. i've seen it at both of these books uh, Baltimore to make the playoffs. The Orioles just to make the playoffs is twenty-five to one. That's wow. that's a much better number than you're going to get on a lot of your MVP or Cy Young futures at this point. So if you actually think Baltimore is going to make the playoffs, twenty-five to one is a much more likely payoff than uh, you know three hundred, four hundred, one on uh, the pennant. And for the, would you do the same thing with the um, with the uh, Mariners? To make the playoffs. So the problem with the Mariners is you're getting like plus one twenty. It's mm. it's just not nearly as exciting. Like I'm not I'm not dying to lock up plus one twenty on the Mariners when I'm gonna be able to bet them on the money line, you know, frequently yeah. throughout the rest of the season. Is there a team that is on the outside looking in besides the Baltimore Orioles that the number would intrigue you on a bet to make the playoffs in the American League or is is anybody below those teams really out of the mix? I mean, you know, someone's going to get left out between the Red Sox, the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's some, you really have to decide who you're super confident is going to be a wild card team and who's, who's going to fade. You know, I tend, I tend to think the Red Sox aren't going to be buyers this year. You know, the Giants don't look like they're as good as they were last year. Something, you know, what whatever's changed year over year, you know, the guys got older. Not sold on the Marlins putting everything together and being a contender. So, you know, you have a really small pool of teams. Um maybe I'd bet the Rays to miss the playoffs if uh you know, if I had to go look at the number again. I bet I can get plus money on that still at this point. Uh, I was going to ask you about the Marlins. Uh, would their number intrigue you at all, or are you just not a believer in them being able to make up the four games that they're back right now in the wild card? I'm not a believer in them this year. I think they're building something. I think they have, you know, multiple elite pitching prospects coming down the the pipeline that'll be ready for next season. But this year, I, I don't think it's a a playoff locker room, especially with you know Jazz Chisholm, you know, going on Twitter and talking about how much he hates the team every couple weeks and complaining. Mm-hmm. I just don't think this is the situation this year. I think when they get a new manager and they get some of their you know players up up through their system, they're going to be a very good team. But I don't think this is the final form right now. 
Uh, let's talk home run derby as the All-Star game gets closer and closer. Uh, we are reading reports on Twitter that it looks like Juan Soto is going to be participating in the home run derby. Would that be a guy that intrigues you to bet to win this event? Yeah, I mean, he almost he almost won last year, right? Or did he did he win last year? No, he, Alonzo won last year. Alonzo won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alonzo's the reigning home run two time reigning two time champ. Yeah, the the king of home runs, basically. <laughs> He's, we got Alonzo, Acuna, Soto, and Albert Pujols confirmed so far. So who do you like? I I, I like I like the first three guys. I, I'm very intrigued. Uh, Albert Pujols. I don't know what he's doing in this contest. It's it's kind of weird. But uh, <laughs> a lot. I, I was I was talking to one of my friends earlier tonight. I was saying, what do you think we're gonna get on Alonzo? You think we're gonna get three to one, four to one? You know, any number you get on Alonzo at this point is is kind of a gift. He's you know he he hits home runs. That's what he does. He brings his own pitching coach. You know, everything's in his favor here. Yeah. And he hit, what, he hit a record 35 in the first round last year. I mean, he, he, the reason why, and I bet him last year to win this event, is because just the experience, just knowing what it takes to win this event, and and he's coming in now, winner, back-to-back winner here. He knows exactly what it takes, and you know what? For a guy like him, he's motivated by that million-dollar prize. He Well, a million dollars, I mean, what is his Mets contract? He's on a rookie contract. By the time if he wins his third home run derby, $3 million is probably you know more than what he's made as an MLB player in his career, sadly. <laughs> um, I'd like to find out who the four other players before you know I start making super definitive statements about what I love. But what we know is that Jordan Alvarez isn't going to be in it. So mm. you know my, my favorite bet is gone there. Um, it, it's going to be, you know, don't overthink this. Make sure you, you bet uh, Alonzo in some form in the head-to-heads. Yeah. You know, he's he's going to be in the finals. If you can get him to make the final market or something, you got to bet Alonzo. That's, you know, I don't I don't like going crazy on novelty stuff, but you got to bet Alonzo here. It's don't a, it's don't a, overthink it. It's a fun event, and the guy, you know, cares about it, which is great, you know, as opposed to some of these guys just go out there and like Albert Pujols doesn't care about this event. He's going to go out there and just whatever. He's putting. He's trying to put on a show. I mean, Alonzo goes in and he cares about winning this event, which makes it even better to see him uh, crush 35 or so home runs in the first round and hopefully go on to win this thing for a third consecutive year. Jason, always appreciate the time and the conversation. We'll be listening and watching the wide world of Wine Garden. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me on. We'll uh, talk later. Check them out on Twitter at Spreadopedia. The Wide World of Wide and Garden podcast is available right now on vcin.com slash podcasts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow vcin live on YouTube as well. And again, follow Jason on Twitter at Spreadopedia. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We're going to get into some football, some golf, a little NBA Summer League coming up. Lots more to do. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, 
we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.